author of Hidden History, Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, 1776 to 1963, and Survival of the Richest, Donald Jeffries separates the real from the unreal. Fact from fiction. Fact from fiction. Reverse engineering our manufactured reality. And now, from just outside the swamp-infested Washington, D.C., this is I Protest with Donald Jeffries. And welcome to I Protest. This is Donald Jeffries. Indeed, coming to you outside of the swamp-infested Washington, D.C., and right now it's seeming swampier than ever. And I can't think of anybody better to discuss this with than my buddy Susan Olson, star of stage and screen, astute political commentator. Uh, just I just love it, talking with her. Susan, thanks for coming on the Aww. show again. Bless you. I was afraid that you were saying that things were swampier because I'm on. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, nothing to do with you at all. It just seeming swampier than ever. So, so tell, tell us what are you, you know, what are your impressions of, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if you should you should read my Substack, but I wrote an article the day before the election. I don't I never make predictions, but in it I talked about uh, you know I titled it uh, if voting changed anything it would be illegal you know barring from Mark Twain, and uh, I think this election proves it. I, I I put in there I think the Republicans are ridiculous to be predicting a red wave. I said they're it's not going to happen. They're just not going to allow it. So what what are your impressions as we sit here still waiting for the do- vote three days later from Arizona, Nevada, and uh, something that wouldn't happen in a fourth world country? No, it wouldn't. Um, and, and the fact that they can get away, the fact that we have, a well, this man who calls himself president getting on TV and say, oh, it's going to take days. And he's not being laughed out of existence. Um, it just, to me, that shows that there's a lot of fight has been kicked out of Americans and we're so willing to accept things that are really unacceptable. And the very fact that they use the scamdemic to change voting laws forever, even back when little, you know, teeny tiny Tony was saying, no, it's okay. You can go vote. They're like, shh, 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 shh. no, no, we're going to change yeah. this. Mail in. Um, yeah. Which is probably the only thing he ever said that they didn't praise him for. But um, the, this is ridiculous. For, number one, um, and, I, and I don't really hear much about this, and I don't want to sound aloof by saying this, but uh, but there are a lot of low information people out there and, and it's not really their fault. They're low information because they are spoon fed exactly what the establishment wants them to know. And they're discouraged from knowing anything that they don't want them to know. It is entirely propaganda. I can't help but draw the, the parallels to what it must have been like in Nazi Germany before everything went horribly evil um but now the, Wait, you know, we now made it easy we even had one of those ninnies on the view talking about how she filled out her thing for her son so that he could vote well that's illegal honey but nobody's ever gonna <laughs> nobody's even well, that's, gonna, you know cross their eyes furrow their brows at her and that's and that's the, the problem that's class. That's the problem with uh, democracy, and I, you know, I, I'm turning more and more against democracy. I, I'm sorry, but I, the more I look at that, it's like, okay, you know, why? 
why should, and again, I, I'm, nobody's less eugenicist than me. I write about eugenicists all the time. So this is slippery slope. But yeah. if someone is, if someone is, you know, really severely uh, cognitively disabled or, uh, you know, something like that, where they, they're not functioning at all, how, but they're allowed to vote. How, exactly. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we even have them running for office now. That's true. <laughs> well, to be honest, he's he's pretty high functioning for whatever. Right? I don't know what it, what it is, but um, yeah. But I mean, this. So why should those votes? You have to have some basis well, upon which to vote. You have to have some source of some knowledge because otherwise, it's just it, you might as well. And if the Democrats have been talking about wanting to let sixteen-year-olds vote. Why not let six-year-olds vote? Of course they do. They want you know? kids to vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and they'll go around campaigning with you know, rattles. Uh, yeah. there's, there's two parts of that. One is this, you know, as you know, this is not a democracy. And our founders and framers felt the same way about right. democracy as we do. That it's that's a very, very dangerous thing. Um, and also for the past maybe 10 years, I, you know, MTV would have, get out the vote, rock the vote. And <laughs> rock the vote, yeah. And, and my, I have always wanted to have a campaign called Just Stay Home. Because if you're only watching mm -hmm. mainstream media, then you shouldn't be voting because you've been right. fed a whole crock of lies and you're gonna vote based on those lies. And believe me, these people, one day, you know, the, the dawn will hit them and they'll go, oh, my God, what have I done? But, you know, it's probably going to be too late. But, you know, now, yeah, you can just stay home. You can stay home, fill it out or have your mommy fill it out and send it in. Um, it's made it just too easy because the people, the people who are playing video games, nothing against video games, um, <laughs> who don't want to go out and vote, who don't care. They shouldn't. They should yeah, not go yeah, out exactly. and vote. And then this whole get yeah. out there, come on, do your duty. No, why? The only people <laughs> that would say that are the people that know that they're only going to win if ignorant people vote. Right, exactly. And there's no question about it. Yeah, well, it's, at this point, it's probably a majority of Americans. But uh, we, we have so far in the chat William Hale from Sydney, Australia. Good to see you, mate. And uh, Tazzy. Uh, says hello to Susan from Northern oh, like Tasmania. Yeah, from Northern Tasmania. So wonderful to see you guys. So apparently only international people are in my YouTube chat oh, right that's now. So cool. But yeah, that's very cool. So I, I don't know if Tasmania gets reruns of the Brady Bunch or not, but uh, probably, right? Probably I mean, they, not, they have to pay us for foreign runs. And well, yeah, there's, there's just that unspoken rule thou shalt not do anything. That would put it down. No, no, they, any of the Brady kids. No, or any of not just no, the Brady kids, not, any of them, you know. We've had some great opportunities. There's the HGTV show. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. had some wonderful things happen, but there is but, sort yeah. of, they did kind of stop the international things because. Well, it's great. You guys are, uh, you're all, all are still alive. I mean, you know, three of the four monkeys are dead. You know, so I, I don't, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's great. You're all alive and well. So you're able to do these projects and people well. still have an interest. Yeah. yeah. People still have an interest. Something else soon. We're, I mean, we're so working it, with it, so we're in touch. Um, we're, we're talking. No, no other, 
Would any of the would any other member of the Brady Bunch be actually watching you on this podcast? I, I, I I'm guessing no. Oh. And <laughs> no. Barry would if he knew. Yeah, yeah, Barry would. Barry, Barry. Okay. Um, what do you get? Well, Barry, Barry is not a leftist. Um, Barry is Republican, which I'm not. But we agree more, probably more than we disagree. I would think. And I, you know, I'm no Republican either, but I mean, being being that he's a Republican, he's not in favor of silencing people that um, don't agree with him. Mm -hmm. He he supports people's um, stances. Oh, we'll have to try to get you. You have to try to uh, get get him to at least tell him about the show. So listen, that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. To talk with him. I'd yeah. love I, to. I, I remember seeing him on the. Uh, but you know, then yeah. Well, again, yeah, he might have on our side and being in this industry. Um, yeah, know, I don't know if he wants to be associated really with that. No. No, yeah, especially you know, as, far, as far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, well, you are cool that you're you're willing to do this. But, I just can't help uh, it because I do because I've been in the public. I actually do care about people, and I really care about the yeah. country, and I'm very yeah. aware that we stand for kind of you know. Things that used to make me throw up in my mouth, like values and you know the family, right. all these wholesome right. things um, that are now being attacked like crazy. And there's another Aussie entering the YouTube chat, my friend Australian Ben. Thank you. So he says, is Susan the oh, little sister for the Brady Bunch? She's the youngest one in curls. She's the youngest one, of course. Well, yes. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm hearing actually be, when, yeah. when you're talking. When you're talking today, I'm hearing a little of the old Cindy Brady voice. I don't know why. It's pretty bizarre. Not the lisp or anything, but I'm hearing I'm hearing a little of it. I don't know. It's, it's kind of strange. It's, so you haven't huh. changed a bit since you were four or whatever. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's great. So the thing I, I'm really concentrating on, even beyond the fraud, because again, they, they've tried to make this. They call us election deniers. You know, if we even if we, if we even well, talk about it. Yeah, just, if you disagree with anybody, then we can give you a name. It's there's never. Well, let's talk about it. Never. Yeah. Because we're yeah. the only grownups in the room. I and mean, there's. And I'm how, sorry, I'm not putting down every Democrat out there because there are a lot of them that just wonderful people that are just going, oh, I know my party's gone nuts, but I'm just waiting for it to get back to normal. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. the way that the, the the people on TV and the leaders think, they are like the, the brattiest kids on the playground. I'm going to kick yeah. you in the shins if you don't play what I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and they're... Well, look at Maricopa County. They had prob problems with Maricopa County before. I saw Ricky Lake talking before the voting even started, talking about the machines going out and the Republican districts. Oh, Ricky Lake. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't think Ricky Lake. <laughs> God, I don't know. Yeah. Where is she? <laughs> Carrie Lake. I'm sorry. <laughs> Easy mistake to make, right? But uh, she was talking about it beforehand. And then I don't know if you saw, you talk about an, an optic that's not good. You, they had Maricopa, Maricopa County, I think, deputies or police uh, that had basically taken command of the voting center there. And they put, I think they put crime scene tape all around it. They wouldn't allow people in and they uh, forbid people to take pictures. Now, <clears throat> what kind of a, a, you know, a view of that to the world? Are you presenting? What does that say about your voting process? You're obviously trying to hide something. And the idea, it doesn't even matter fraud or not. 
how can anyone justify the election was on Tuesday. The vote count in that in Nevada and Arizona has really not moved at all. I think it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, 70 percent or something since Tuesday. How? Duh, it takes what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't well, happen overnight. No, but they but they get but so explain it to me if you're not cheating because and you had the election official up there saying we're working hard and there's no reporter to say okay well you mean you're working hard your job is to count votes we're obviously not counting votes because it's still the same. so what are you doing when you mean working but nobody asks them that question and again it's the the state controlled media we have that won't ask yeah yeah because so it's left to you know, us of course the, the journalists are in on it all. I think this is, I, I think, I don't blame a lot of people for just getting annoyed and turned off and, and turning off their TV and just going, oh, it's all corrupt. Mm -hmm. But that's not the answer because we need you to not wash your hands of it. We need you to pay yeah. attention. We need you to speak up because this thing's just going to go. I mean, you know, it's okay. If, if people are nuts enough to actually want this country to become a socialist country, then okay, you know? I mean, even though they would probably regret it, uh, undoubtedly they would regret it, but still, you know, that's the democratic process. If people vote for their own um, demise, that you have to let them have the vote. But yeah. people aren't. And, and people, the people that see what's going on, I think, are just getting frustrated and wanting to, to you know, drop out of even knowing what's going on because it's it's so upsetting. True. But I mean, we, we didn't have technology. We so great to see Susan very much. Huh? Oh, oh, I can see that too. Thank you, Right, Benjamin. and this again, this I don't remember. Yeah, it's uh, you know obviously it has not been that long ago. Again, I, I and this has become the new normal, and so many things in what I call America 2.0 are becoming have become the new normal. People accepted it, but this, I mean, really, it goes back to they were doing this even before 2017, 2018, but 2020 obviously was when we all noticed mm -hmm. it. But this idea that it takes days to count the votes. I mean, the entire country of Brazil now they rigged the election clearly, but they did count all the votes in one day. So what, what, how do we, we have these voting machines who obviously should, they should be banned, but how can anyone maintain that they should be slower than, you know, counting paper ballots in the 1800s? And they well, are. Yeah. So what? Right. <laughs> right. I, you know, I mean, the fact that anybody can listen to that and not go, well, something's up. Um, yeah. I, I can't help it. I don't think people are that stupid. I just think that they're, it's it's willful ignorance, but there's no reason why it should take days to count votes unless you're trying to find out how many votes you need so you can come up with them and manufacture them. Um, Tazzy said I, they need faster mules. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, um, you know, I, I actually started to believe in the process um, in 2016 because I, I didn't think there was any way that Trump was going to win. Because I did think that everything was rigged. You know, back then I was like, oh, well, our votes don't really count, but I got to do it anyway. And and then he won. I'm like, oh, my gosh, the voting process must work because the people in charge <laughs> did not want that. Wow, voting works. Well, they made darn sure that never happened again. 
And and I do believe that it's all rigged. I do. No, it, I, I was hoping that, yeah, that it's, things it's just, to be honest this time. I mean, right. it's how, and how do you, like, how do you defend um, the system? And and I have to say, lest somebody think that I'm too far on one side. Um, well, as you said, saying that there would be a big red wave was, you know, it, I mean, that was that was like a Q report. I mean, just pie in the sky, you know. It, yeah, probably naive not. to put it we kindly. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that? You know, we had a yeah. red, yeah. we had a, um, a Republican majority during the impeachment hoax. Right. They could have stopped it. Right. And they didn't. Now, exactly. what makes anybody think that they're going That's to what... start draining the swamp now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish the Libertarian no, and, and Party was stronger. Oh, yeah, we, we really would. And I, I had last week on the show, I had a, a woman LaRouche, a LaRouche candidate from New York who was going up against Chucky Schumer. And she was wonderful, but of course they wouldn't they wouldn't let, allow yeah. her to debate Chucky e. Schumer in a million years. And I looked and I, I don't even think she got one percent of the voter. That's what they claim. Again, I, there's there's no reason to somebody that supported so many third party candidates in the past. Uh, they wouldn't let Ralph Nader debate, if you remember, or Pat Buchanan. Ross yeah. Perot got to, and he's the only one. But uh, they're they're just it's they're not going to allow any out of that two party duopoly. And the Republicans obviously are better at now in general because the. The woke Democrats are just insane. They're like the worst. You know, if you're in a mental institution, they're they're like the ones in the padded rooms that that are on, that are off their meds, and they just let them out. And okay, you're in charge. <laughs> that's that's what well, we're, we're doing like, right now. You know, Tulsi. A lot of people have their doubts about why Tulsi Gabbard left the Democrat Party. I'm not going to speculate that. I'm just. I've always liked her, so I was really glad to see her do it. But what she said was absolutely yes, true. And I wish to God that all my Democrat friends would come to that realization. Because at this point, yeah. if, if you're if you're still proud to call yourself a Democrat, then you don't know what's going on. Or you're in <laughs> favor of it. And both are not good. Yeah. Look on screen that Chris Buckin had made a, a nice comment. That was so, as he says, that was so Cindy Brady, the way she just said, I do believe I do. So there you go. I thought there you, people can hear your voice still. You see on yeah. well, the screen? Yeah, we don't change he, he that detected much. that. It's just most of us aren't on TV. No. As a child reminding people, but we don't change. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever thought she would grow up to be a... Uh, the, the most astute member, the independent member of the uh, Brady Bunch. Let, let, let's say... What do you think, like when the Brady Bunch was on, what, like 1969 to 73 or four or something like that? Wasn't that it? 68 yeah. or 69 or something like that. So, um, what what, do you, what what would their politics have been? I mean, they really didn't. It hadn't started being injected yet into. Uh, although I think didn't they at the last um, the last episode didn't they have some kind of episode where they were trying to introduce a spinoff or something where they had Ken Berry or something was adopting a multiracial. A bunch of yes. non-white kids, yeah. yeah. So that, that maybe the, it was kind of it was trending that way, I think. But generally speaking, you couldn't really tell. How would the Bradys would they have stood for this kind of outright fraud on the election day? Oh no, the, I mean, I have no doubt that the Bradys would have been 
probably Republicans by today's standards. Um, well, my, he was an architect, made a good salary, sure, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, family values, that whole thing. But they would have been, but they would have been very similar to what Democrats were during JFK's time. It, they would have just been yeah. common sense people. And see what what's what's changed everything so much today. It's not really right and left as much as it is um, right and wrong. It, it's common sense. Common sense has been made politically incorrect. And that's insane. Absolutely. I mean, the, no, the it fact isn't. that we, there are people I'm, that said, I'm, I'm not taking a new technology injection because it hasn't been tested that that should mm -hmm. have been normal and um Absolutely. you know they were vilified and of course you know once it became mandated then then you Absolutely. knew something was up then you really became fearful of it but you know it's no, just that common sense that think think for yourself no don't think for yourself you think what we tell you to think that's what klaus schwab says <laughs> and, and they haven't hidden it well the scary yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, the, the, the scariest thing I mean, to me, Susan, is, is that there. if, I mean, we obviously know this fraud. Yeah, it is. But I mean, obviously, it, there's there seems to be a lot of fraud going on. But there's also a lot of incompetence. People underestimate when you put the Lori Lightfoots in charge of these cities, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, Gavin Newsom's out in California and uh, Gretchen Whitmer, people like that who won somehow. When you put these people in charge, they, they tend to rise to their level of incompetence, as the old saying goes. So I don't know how you really don't need a whole lot of fraud because you've opened the, the, the uh, borders completely. And at least five million people have crossed the border since Biden took office. So that's five million, pretty much 99 percent Democratic voters. So how much the, the demographics have changed? And uh, I, I don't know at this point. I would like to think we have a majority, but I think we're at the point where, you know, in all divorces, what do they, what do they come down to? Irre irreconcilable differences, right? Yes. We have irreconcilable differences with these people, but how do we divorce them? They won't give us a divorce. <laughs> I would love to, and I've been saying it for years now, and my sister gets so mad at me when I do. Um, I would love to divide the country and have a peaceful divorce. You know, I mean, we could visit each other, but um, people will say, well, that's what they voted for them. That's what they deserve. And it's like, um, <laughs> they may have voted for that because they're completely uh, yeah. um, hornswoggled, <laughs> to use a terrible word. Uh, you know, they, they were lied to, just like, you know, with the vaccine. It, yeah. They may have been lied to, and that's why they voted that way. But, you know, you can't just say, well, then they get what they deserve because it's, it's like being on an airplane, sitting next to the guy that thinks it's a really good idea to open the window. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what we're, we've gone so far beyond the pale. When you, I don't know, you, it, it's culturally, I didn't used to pay that much attention to cultural stuff because, you know, I, I have a lot of libertarian in me. But when I look at these pictures you're seeing creeping up more and more on social media of little girls, well, they're underage, uh, with who got their breasts removed, and they're oh, proudly oh. showing their Frankenstein scars <gasps> next to the smiling doctors and the smiling mothers, and something about that really hit, struck a nerve in me, and I'm thinking, there's, 
there's something wrong that the doctor is smiling there and the mother is smiling there. These you're are looking these are, at evil is what yeah. you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, know how I'm not afraid to say so. That looks like a vivisection. Um, no yeah. way. I, kids weren't allowed to take an aspirin at school. Um, yes. No way right. is this good. I, I do understand that there is an argument that if, if a child, if somebody is going to have transitional surgery, it's better to do it when they're young. But the possibilities of doing the wrong thing when they're they're young are so much greater that I, I think we're just going to yeah. have to forego the fact that they may do better if they get it done when they're young. Because the percentage of people that actually need the surgery, well, for one, there are people born who need surgery. You know, the people are born sexually ambiguous and yeah. they've always had to have the surgery. The surgery's always been legal and available and it and it improves all the time and that's good. That's necessary. But I mean, what the heck? What's wrong with being gay? And now any yeah. gosh, I would be so scared to have my son in school now because he went through a period where he wanted to grow up to be a woman. And he mm -hmm. wanted boobs. And today mm -hmm. I would have to worry about somebody feeding him hormones. Oh, he, he, you'd have a daughter. You'd have a daughter, Susan, because they're all yeah, he have to do is utter to anybody. I was, always, I was prepared for him to be gay. I thought he would be. Um, and he's yeah. not. Um, yeah. Okay, fine. You know, good. Yeah, maybe I have a better chance of having grandkids. But I, I mean... <laughs> You know, it, it was uh, the only thing I cared about was that he would feel accepted no matter what he was. Now, it, I do sure. know somebody who has a daughter who has always, always identified as a boy. And I would say maybe I know somebody who really, really is in the wrong body. But um, thank goodness her mother will not let her do anything about it until yeah. she thinks she should be older than 18. And I agree. Um, but yeah, they're trying to make it so that the parents can't intervene and that's going well, to, well, that's another, yeah. another topic that I want to hit on is taking sure, care go of ahead, go ahead. Um, Absolutely. Talk about it. Yeah. Push, great push to have the state raise your children. Uh, we were, when we were doing the Brady HDTV thing, we, um, did the cold bear show and, um, Oh, Pocahontas was on. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that, but I, I'm I'm not thinking of her name, probably because I I don't remember yeah. things that are Elizabeth on. Elizabeth Warren. Yes. Okay. So Elizabeth she was Warren. on. Elizabeth Warren. Running Creek. Yes. <laughs> and she's going on and on about how we're going to have more daycare and this and this and that. I mean, basically, the things she was saying were not so horrible, but there was an underlying message. And I wished that I could have been in the audience or somewhere to go, well, okay, you talked about all this daycare and, and that's nice, but, but is there any consideration of the parents who would like to have one of the parents stay home and be able to afford to stay home and raise their kids? No. In fact, that's, that's to be frowned right. upon and you're going to see more and more push for daycare. And, and I really do believe that a lot of this new generation who are so confused about everything, I kind of blame daycare. 
for their mental state because they're looking for attention and they're so emotionally immature. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're really and, and, you know, but it's, yeah. And it's, it's, it's just where, where does this stop? And I said many times, you know, is that, uh, you know, I, I hope some enterprising poor people just jump on the bandwagon and start identifying as billionaires. Why not? It's it's no more right. uh, illogical. I've always been a billionaire trapped in a in a homeless body, right? I mean, you know, well, exactly. it's is it any more absurd? Or with immigration, I want identify to as inanimate objects. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why can't I? Well, I, I use. Uh, why can't yeah, well, I? Well, I, I use the example. Say I just want a better life. My son and I just want yeah, a better you, life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. anybody that or, breaks into your I, house I, is looking for better things. Right. And I, I use, and, and well, we've already in your state, California, they've, I mean, <laughs> they've taken this first step down that lunatic road by uh, legalizing shoplifting. And mm -hmm. so what, why, why does anybody in California pay for things at the store? I don't, if, if you don't have to, right. I mean, I, I don't, how does I that work? I often wonder that myself when I'm in the checkout line and I'm doing the self check. Yeah. I think, you know, I can I yeah. can take up to nine hundred dollars of this and they can't do anything to me. Why am I paying? And then I remember I answer to a higher authority. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's basically what you know what what people are just kind of self using their own morality to do, but I, I don't have any, you know, I, yeah. Susan, I have a lot of, uh, a, a lot of people in this guard Goldsmith. I saw Gardner Goldsmith and it's good to see you. Guard does great work. He, uh, guest host for David Knight a lot when Tony Ardiver, my producer doesn't, but he, uh, he's one of the, uh, there's so many people that are anarchist and, uh, voluntarist now. I don't have an argument for those people anymore because it used to be, I'd say, well, you yeah. have to have some kind of civilized order. What's the argument when all order at this point, all authority is illegitimate. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the way things are now, yeah, I, because I, I'm looking more towards, because I am a libertarian, and I always thought, well, they lean a little too far to being um, anarchists, and it's like, well, yeah, okay, <laughs> what's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The way it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I think, I think. Yeah, it's like capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism yeah, we, gets the blame for corporatism. And it's it's not capitalism that's wrong. It's allowing corporations to guide the government. Capitalism yeah, you see, Chris, is the only Chris is, and we Well, free, free enterprise, if we had it, you know, but, you know, my book, Survival of the Riches, I think exposed this rigged marketplace. You call it corporatism, crony capitalism, whatever, but... yeah. It's an unfair system, but the way to way to the way to beat it maybe to use this woke insanity. And again, it's like Chris Buckins, a man after my own heart. You see his comment there. I said the same thing. We should make videos going into Bentley dealers demanding the keys to the showroom model because we identify as the owner, right? I mean, mm. is that is Don't that crazier? Ideas. Yeah. <clears throat> I've always, you know, <clears throat> I can't I don't think I can be myself until I own this uh, Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, I've I, you know, I, I I'm you know, I'm not me. You're going to deny that? You know, that's not who I am. I mean, this is, it opens the door to so much craziness. I use the example, let's say, you know, you want to, um, you want to marry an inanimate object. I don't know. You say you, you claim you're in love with a tree and you identify as a tree or something. Mm -hmm. And, but you love the tree that is in the backyard of this, you know, 
palatial estate. Oh. And so you, but you have to be there because you have to be with the love of your life, right? That's so you right. just squat there. Or actually you say, I really need a room in there. You know, I got to have shelter. Again, you're, it goes down these rabbit holes. And <clears throat> really that's not any more insane than what we're seeing today no. with this, and, this crazy. And you're, being, you're being very Saul Alinsky because that's one of his rules for radicals. You make <laughs> them live by their that's own right. rules. Yes. So we need to, we need to take a poll, uh, a buck out of a, uh, I mean, cause that's, that's the thing. The left is always better about achieving their goals, even though most of their goals are you know, pretty bad, but, yeah. uh, and you're right. He was, uh, he, he's, he's, there are no enemies on the left, as they say, they don't argue like this, but it's, it's, it's to see what's happening well, now. And a good strategy though, the guy has, has an excellent point and that usually look that, that was what DeSantis was doing by taking, um, the illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Yes, it was, that was brilliant. A sanctuary city it was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, was... they asked for it. And he says, well, we're not. So you yeah. can go there. Well, what was yeah. wrong with I, that? I liked well, it. Was, it, was a gim it was gimmicky, but it, again, it points out, it was perfect to point out their hypocrisy. But the problem is, their their hypocrisy has it's been exposed so many times that I mean all, all the people that you know are going to leave Twitter with Elon Musk and before they're going to leave the country and Trump got elected. What what do you think of uh, Trump? Trump has really gone. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Some of the comments that he's made since the election. I mean, what and, and he's attacking DeSantis and everything. He's attacking the um, governor here in my in my state, uh, 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 Youngkin. I know what what he's going. I mean, is he trying again? This is what made people I think, think yeah, I think making, Trump's an actor. I think he's making it easier for us to go, okay, good, we don't want him. Um, because I said that yeah. due to what he did with the, the vaccines. I mean, he turned into a vaccine salesman and he was completely unwilling yep. to admit that it if they they don't work. I mean, and they're also dangerous. I mean, he would not admit it. So either he's willfully ignorant or he's a part of the problem. Either way, that's kind of the deal breaker for me. I mean, I would vote for him over a, a Democrat just because the Democrat agenda is so horrible. Um, but I certainly, I've always said, I, I hope we have somebody better to, to vote for. And of course, DeSantis would be way better. Maybe maybe Trump is just starting to lose it a little. I mean, he's not sounding like himself. Or just what he's saying. I mean, chess and we don't get ego. It. I mean, I, yeah, it's just it's just. I mean, he's blaming his. He blamed Melania for, uh, for his endorsement of Dr. Oz or something. I mean, I, it's again. This is it's and so hard to look at this and not realize. Right. Well, I mean, it, it made, I mean, I, I didn't think much of him, but he should have been able to beat this guy Fetterman. But again, <clears throat> Pennsylvania was one of those states that during the last election <clears throat> really, excuse me, came out and made obvious Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, to some degree. This is where, along with obviously Arizona and Nevada, which we're seeing full display now, so much corruption in those states. And uh, that's why, you know, Herschel Walker, and again, I, I'm sorry, Herschel Walker, it, it, it's really an embarrassment. I liked him as a football player, but I mean, to be honest, 
Congress. He doesn't sound any less articulate than probably three quarters of the members of the Congressional Black Caucus, including the guy Benny that runs the January 6th bogus commission. I mean, he sounds like a dunce too, but uh, yeah. they are jumping, they are jumping on him. And I don't, I, but you know, they're going to do the same thing they did last time with the runoff. That's how they got to Senate when they had Warnick beat the other guy. So I, it's, it's, it really is a good game. It almost seems like there's a, um, an IQ test that you have to be beneath a certain number. I, it just, our elites are the most <laughs> unimpressive people in our society. It's like the worst, yeah. the most ill, ill-spoken. Yeah. Like, and Nancy Pelosi, if she had a job as a Walmart greeter, she'd have a, a tough time of it. Hello. <laughs> and then you had this, you had this so attack, this, this bizarre attack on her, which I don't even know if it even happened. I begin to think it's a psyop, the, the, the hammer attack and the underwear on Paul Pelosi. I mean, and they, again, we can never see it. I mean, not that I don't really want to see that video, but uh, that's one way you could, you know, you could stop conspiracy theories. Just show us, but no, it's never working. Sandy Hook's not working. Uh, Boston yeah. bomb's not working. Uh, you know, Pentagon cameras aren't working. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Epstein, Epstein cameras weren't working. They're yeah. never working at these. But Pelosi's cameras weren't working either. So you'll just have to take our word for it. But I mean, that was strange that that happened right before the election. I, I don't know if there's any connection, but... Uh, I think that they were trying to do something and make it look like it was... Because they still... They they hung on to the script. They were trying to do something that would look like it was a violent MAGA person. And the whole thing blew up in their faces. I don't think Paul was supposed to get hit in the head with a hammer. So everything kind of <laughs> went awry. Yeah. But they, but some people stuck to the script. You know, Biden certainly did, and um, and, and so the whole thing was just complete confusion. But I think I think it was a planned stunt that was supposed to look very bad on MAGA Republicans, and it blew up. Yeah, well, they they got they got somebody who didn't fit the bill because apparently he was living in a <laughs> living in a bus with a Black Lives Banner matter, and he was a. Uh, a nudist that uh, you know, he, he didn't seem to fit the MAGA profile, but uh, that didn't no, stop. He didn't, but he fit the, they thought he'd be compliant with them. Yeah. That, that he would adhere to you, the script and do what they asked him to do. You got, you I have lots of Brady Bunch uh, comments over in the Rockfin, but you got another comment from YouTube from Australian Ben on there. Do you see, do you see it on screen there about the Cosby family visiting the Brady's? Um. No, because they were so much later than us. Yeah, yeah, they were later, Ben. You got your time. Yeah, but the Cosby's weren't because the Cosby kids probably weren't even born yet then. So, but having having other famous families appear, you know, that was something that I did think about as a kid. I wanted to have the Partridge family come on our show. Yeah, um, that would have been a natural. Well, you had in the sixties. You had to happen with Green Acres and Pins yes, Green Acres and really Hillbillies. Yeah, they had great crossover episodes. Yeah. yeah, I love those crossover episodes, yeah. but um, yeah. I thought, well, when we don't have a common production company, so that's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was. Well, it wasn't, wasn't the Partridge family on, weren't you on ABC? You both were on ABC, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, we were. So they could have they could have done that. I mean, they and that would have been, done it. that would have been a natural. Ridiculous belief that we had a rivalry. Yeah. Um, 
And that came from Danny Bonaducci's TV movie, which yeah. was a figment of his imagination because we helped. No, 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 no. We, I mean, they were on he, right he, after us. So we led the audience into them. They led the audience. You know, I mean, we helped each other. And when we met, we mm -hmm. all gathered around Danny and listened to him tell stories. But we met at a parade. We didn't meet like on camera. So have you, have you met, have you associated much with uh, Danny Bonaduce? Because he seems like, he kind of oh, represents God, to me the, just... the, the troubled former child star. Well, yeah, but he's he's the first to blame himself and not, as he says, I will, I will blame myself and not my privileged youth. Um, but I, I, I don't think it was all that privileged. I think that there was extra pain involved in his youth because of his celebrity. Oh, yeah. um, I, well, there's I a, like there's... Danny. Danny and I, it used to be every, every radio station that Danny was at, I would go on and, and be, mm -hmm. end up being on the best of reel for Danny. Um, oh, and cool. back when Danny was in LA, there were plans. We were cool. um, pl plotting. Um, he had a partner that wasn't really well liked and then he says look if she so much as sneezes wrong you're taking her place so that would have been I, great I radio but because um, i yeah, okay, that, 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 well that's yeah that well, that would have been a great team uh chris gray my 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 researcher chris gray's super researcher helps me out so much he says does susan remember me delivering doordash uh, in Arcadia too. Did you get DoorDash? Uh, this probably would have been within the last month or so. He's been out no. there. Nope. Okay, sorry, Chris. I don't know. Unless, he, unless he's just impersonating me. me. No, I haven't been in Arcadia. In um, oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Maybe yeah. it was Maureen McCormick or or Eve Plum. Yeah, maybe you got yeah. your, <laughs> you got the Brady girls mixed up. I don't know. Maybe. Um, well, I was just going to say, well, I think your voice is great, but now I have Stephen Lim back on here that says, hey, Don, isn't Don, Susan, isn't Don a great voice? So he's trying to get you to compliment me. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate oh, that. Yes. And I didn't pay that. I obviously I had, I had not. had a great voice. You just said I sounded like I did when I was seven. I didn't know well, that was no, a compliment. No, no. <laughs> no, and no, you, your voice is great. It's great for radio, but I, I, you can detect here and there a little bit of that. I don't know. I, and I, the audience knows it too. That's it's definitely not. It's it's still a compliment. Uh, no, thank I, Stephen, I, 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 I should I, I should have paid you for this. His books are amazing and and opened my mind. I'll be in L.A. again soon, visiting my friend Dave. It's Stephen Gildersleeve Smith. This oh! post here is fascinating. Oh, oh, so you know who he is. I love you, Stephen. Even though oh, hey, you were turncoat, but I do love you. <laughs> He wasn't trying to say that he thought better, but I can see why. Yeah, I mean, even when I supported Trump, I totally understood why people didn't. It's just that he, he had good policies. Of I mean, <clears throat> you know, his personality. Well, he had stuck. great rhetoric. I, I'm not on the Trump campaign. <clears throat> I never was. No. And I got so much grief no, for he's... it. But I would have voted for a chimpanzee over Hillary. <laughs> yeah, I thought of this would have. Uh, Chris Gray said it was last year he did the door and dash. So you probably, I don't know if you would remember that. And if you, no, I don't know when I was in Arcadia. I, I wasn't. Yeah. 
Okay. Gosh, and you there's, know, well, that's cool. Is it your I friend Stephen Limbach's there? That's, I that's remember. nice. Remember, maybe it's real, and I, I'll remember afterwards, and I'll feel really bad that I didn't acknowledge you. But I don't know. Oh, he says he said it was it was Pasadena, Susan. Sorry, near near the mic. He said it was in Pasadena, near the Michael Myers house. So it wasn't. Does that ring a bell? No. The Michael Myers house is that no, the same the house Myers as house? Okay. Well, you, know, um, you know, you mean the Happy Days house because they look the same. And I was at the Happy Days house. We didn't get DoorDash. <laughs> I was doing a uh, thing with Mary. Maybe Ross. I'm sure Chris would know. He'll probably the answer Happy the Happy Days house. That was fun. That was one of those odd. Well, she. He said you were. Well, you may not remember, but Chris said you were a sweetheart anyhow. So that's cool. Which I'm sure you are. You're so nice. It's well, that's incredible nice. How, well, how wonderful you are. Gosh. Halloween's Michael Myers. Yes, of course. Yeah. So that's. Well, so we're, we're yeah, going all over. If of, I was at that house, I wasn't aware of it. Because I thought that. Well, this is. Done on the East Coast. I just watched it for the first time. And I, and I was mm -hmm, trying to really? place where it was at. My sister was going, oh, no, no, no. This is not done in California. This is the West Coast. Well, they had Halloween ends, too. Uh, we watched the first Halloween again, and then we watched Halloween ends, which is actually okay. I, 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 got, I have to watch that one now. That's why we watched the first one, so we could watch the last one, because we want to see Kyle Richards. Oh, okay. Stephen says he's friend. not a turn. Yeah, there you go. He says he's not a turncoat, Stephen says. And uh, freely, Australian Ben, who is, uh, I, I do Twitter spaces sometimes. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong says, one. Am I thinking of the wrong? No. Gildersleeve. I don't know. Well, That's what he's... Gildersleeve was a Trump supporter and then stopped being one. So, okay, you're not a turncoat because I hate to accuse anybody of anything that they're not. I'm well, sorry. Ben you says you. <laughs> Ben says you would be a, a massive hit on Twitter Spaces. Are you still on Twitter? Um, Are you on Twitter? Since Elon took over, I've been going on Twitter and just saying, hi, Elon, I love you. Well, you should try Twitter Spaces, or I'll let you do it. I think I told you about that. I, I was doing them. I kind of backed off, but uh, there, there are fun. You can get people to come in, and everybody just kind of you talk and people can chime in oh. and it's, it's, it's interesting. And there's free speech there that even before Elon Musk, there was free speech somehow there, not on Twitter, but on Twitter spaces. And, well, because uh, we might be doing um, another project, I'm kind of laying low a bit on social media. I am part of a think tank, a political think tank. Um, Cause I'm not going to let everything drop, but you know, yeah. if, if, cause I, I have considered going completely um, podcast um political all that stuff um but that that's like once you go in that direction you got to keep going yeah well it's cool you can keep i mean because that's why i love our conversations is we can kind of bounce back and forth between old tv and this and and the audience seems to like uh both of them but uh and we got a question here about our friend frank from quite frankly uh do you, don and susan tazzy oh. do you have any upcoming appearances on quite i i just heard from frank the other day because he uh He's interested in Hidden History 3, but I it hasn't been published yet. The publisher has it. But my producer, Tony Arterburn, was just on Quite Frankly earlier this week. So you and I weren't, but he was. Oh, so what's up with know, that? Frank texted me last night. 
um, oh. wanting to do, I, I don't, I really didn't understand what he was proposing because it, it wasn't a link to the actual article, but it was kind of, it was like unknown facts about Brady Bunch and he wanted us to maybe do it together, but he wanted it to be part of the Christmas thing and we needed a Christmas theme. And then I just, so right now I'm, a, I'm up to my elbows in um, Christmas cakes. You're saying, oh, we should do a cooking show. I'm like, it, it would really be a lot of work. I could probably make it work, but I make these really elaborate Christmas cakes. Um, and what's elaborate about them is that they take months to age and I inject them with a syringe full of um, alcohol, like every two weeks. And then I decided since I can't find the little plastic elves that I used to use, um, and I always had them doing unspeakable things, I thought, well, I'll I'll take Paul McClay and I'll make my own elves doing even more inspiring. Wow. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I'm not a very good sculptor. Um, so they're, so they're it's, it's taken over my home. Are they ed they're edible? No, they're they're edible, edible after that. Next year. That's gonna be my goal next year is to make everything mm -hmm. edible because somebody's gonna bite into one of these things and break a tooth. Because my friends are yeah, <laughs> Um, no, I, 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 I note on on every cake saying the 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 elves are not edible. But Chris says he wasn't out of marzipan and fondant and um, moldable chocolate. I, I, Chris, I I'll have to talk to you about that. Way. Chris said he was in Halloween ends with Kyle Richards. I I, I didn't know that. Uh, and uh, Chris Buckin is talking about the died suddenly. I I do searches when I can, but they're trying to stop the diet. And you. You heard about, oh, I mean, there's so many of these, you can't. It's a pandemic, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's everywhere. Was it uh, Gallagher just died? I mean, he's 77, who knows? I don't, I'm Gallagher? guessing he was fully vaxxed. Really? Yeah, I heard it's he just died. mostly younger, so. healthy people. They're yeah, mostly that. Yeah. You know, people or, like uh, singing drummers who yeah. had an asshole boss that made them get the jab. Oh really? Who, who who are you? This is this a drummer from a, <laughs> a band that was the first band to mandate that they're fan. I'd like to know if there are fans of this band who got vaccine injuries who'd like to form a group. Well, and yeah, what what band are you? What band are you talking I'm about? Talking about was... Fighters. It's just so. Oh, okay. Yes, I really yes, like yes. Dave Grohl. Yes, I, yes. I knew Taylor Hawkins a bit. And, um, you know, if he really did OD, too bad, too sad. But yeah. the way he died, does not, it sounds exactly like the myocarditis that yeah. happens to the vaccinated. And if there's any question at all, why, why err on the side of making Taylor out to be so irresponsible? Taylor wouldn't have been mm -hmm. getting loaded. It was, it was just before a show. Yeah. I'm sorry, to me, that just craps all over his grave. I don't yeah, believe that's... that Taylor was, was getting overdosed. I mean, he's not a teetotaler. I drank plenty with him. But um, he. <laughs> I don't think he would have been getting loaded before a show. No, but that's the problem, though, with people in the music industry, especially if because there are so many drugs, obviously. That it's easy, and I talked about that non-barred fame. Uh, you know, it, it would be if you wanted to knock somebody off that you know had all oh, these yeah. issues with. It's pretty easy to do, and oh, you know, what do you expect, a guy? Look at all the drugs he did. 
you know, you they, know they were one, one of my good friends, the minute, um, the minute he passed and I was sad because we met at a party. He's just a really nice guy. We talked about parenting. He's just good guy and a drummer's drummer. I, I was aware of his talent before I met him because my best friend is a drummer and she's like, listen to him. And I'm a wannabe bass player. So I appreciate drummers. Um, but a friend of mine you know, texted me immediately. She goes, you just watch. They're going to say it was drugs because it's so easy. He's a rock star. Of course he OD'd. Yeah. I just, I just wouldn't expect Dave to do that, but unless it was really yeah, a lot true, of people, maybe it is, maybe it is, but a lot of entertainers that, a lot of them, uh, entertainers disappointed me. Uh, you know what they uh, was it John Oliver, one of those clowns that had a a special last year or something where he he got people like John Cena and some celebrities to get on and talk about you know basically to shame the unvaccinated. And yes, one of them was yes. Catherine O'Hara, who I, I see TV and oh, I used it to just broke her. my heart to Catherine O'Hara participate. Yeah, 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 no, I mean I thought I thought you know this is come on did. You, do you need to do that? You know, and, and uh, I, I don't know, maybe this, you know, again, they're just, it's, that's. No, this is why these doctors, it's group thinking. Monroe, um, I mean, M Malone and, and uh, all, of, all of these brave doctors have become my new rock stars because all of my rock stars are mm -hmm. assholes. Oops. Was that okay <laughs> to say? Um, no, I mean. Well, you got Eric Clapton and uh, what's it? Who I love. Yeah. Calls Eric Clapton yeah. a non-vaxxer loon. He got yeah. the vax. And he got the yeah. second one, even though he had a bad reaction. He had an even worse reaction. This poor man yeah. is a complete victim of it. And you're putting him down. These guys have to be on the take. They have to be accepting yeah. money from Big Pharma. The only, yeah, the only two was Eric Clapton and Van Morrison. So they're very, you know, very good on them. You know, and I, I'm a bigger fan than ever. Of, uh, yes. Guys, because but did you? Uh, how uh, William Hale says, How good would it be seeing the Adams family, the Brady's? Well, again, that's the time thing. Unfortunately, all the Adams died pretty quickly. I think it'd be left with Wednesday, Wednesday, and Gomez. I think the only ones left, yeah, yeah, so, and uh, yeah, but I like, love freely, the Adams family. The, the Australians have lots of man, I sure I all the, 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 one the Australians the have first one. Um, I love the first three. Oh, well, Adam yeah, broken. The second one I was asked okay. to be in, I refused to be in it because the part was really, 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 really stupid. And so was the whole script. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't yeah. do that. And then the third one, believe it or not, there was a third. And it went straight to TV and it was pretty awful. But the first one well, was I awesome. Well, I, I can't tell. I'm not sure if he means the Brady Bunch movies you guys made or you made whatever, one or two of them, or he means mm -hmm. the, the, the TV the, the movies with Shelley oh, Long. I think he and, means the real movies because the other things were just TV. Uh, they were specials. They weren't really movies. Okay. Uh, okay. So, you, yeah, because they were funny. I mean, at least the first one, like I said, they were they did a pretty good job, I think. For the most, really? Oh, wait. The, they the, kind the of movies. Like, yes, played the movies up. was good. And I had been told yes. that the script was horrible, and I was sent the script for the first one, and I'm reading it going, this is brilliant. I love it. So I, apparently they, they changed the script. Because yeah. Florence and Anne told me that it was terrible, and they weren't going to do cameos. And I was being asked to do a cameo, and I read the new script. 
It's like, I love this. I'd love to be a part of it. And I did do a cameo, but it was, it was based on a subplot that they ended up removing from the final movie. And I'm glad they did because it wasn't a good subplot. And I was able to enjoy the movie because I wasn't in it. And I got paid, so I was fine. <laughs> well, that's even better for not being in it. That's yeah. Well, that's good. And you, especially after all those years, years, years of not getting paid. But this, well, that's what makes you, again, I think, well, uh, they did manage <laughs> so refreshing to that you the, the lost footage when it came to making the DVD. Because Mike Lookinland had a cameo that was cut out as well. So somehow they didn't make it into the final product. Cool. The Australians are full of questions for you, Susan. I guess they're, they're not trying to say, are you good friends with Goldie Hawn? Is that true? Hmm? Yeah. Goldie Hawn, no. She, they, he wants it. to know if you were good friends with Goldie. No, okay. yeah, never met her. Uh, and, uh, and the Brady Bunch is a million times better than the Kardashians. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, I think Ooh, it all running agree that. Tony, yeah. listening, a, a couple... I'm going to need oh, to your grab battery's my, running? Oh, please. Your battery's charger. running low? Yeah, I'm just going to need to grab my charger and plug it into the Okay. Phone. Okay? Okay, oh, go ahead. Phone. Tony, if you're listening, a couple, sure, a couple people have asked if um, if we can take calls. If you're available, I don't know, that might be cool. Um, even though they can't hear me, they probably have questions for Susan anyhow. So if you can't, you can't, that's fine. I understand. But uh, if you do, you get a chance. Uh, a couple people asked about it. We might get some calls. That'd be pretty cool. Can you have uh, the questions for you? Good. Okay. So you got it to generic Stewart. Uh, okay. Where are you? Okay. There she is. Okay. I can't yeah. keep up with the questions there. for you. People. That's, I hope we can take calls. I'm asking Tony if he can do it. Uh, generic Stewart says uh, she was following you on Facebook. Did you abandon it or create a new one? You're still on Facebook, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I posted something a few days ago. My cat passed away um, and I posted something about him. Um, I don't post a lot on Facebook. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, because I got tired of being... You know, it's usually political, and I get I get banned. And um, you know, when Elon mm -hmm. Musk buys Facebook, I'll I'll, I'll climb on board. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other William Hale from Australia says the Lost in Space family would be great too. Yeah, I, I you know I love I I, um, I talked to Marta Kristen a few times. She's 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 Marta Kristen's very nice lady. She's she beautiful. Was on the, yeah, she still looks great. Well, of course, yeah, Billy, still looks great. Billy's and, a doll. Uh, he's he's as liberal as he can be, but he's well. He's, I love you know, I, good guy. I'd love to have him on, but he's too cool. He's he's got so many fans. And he, he's it's ridiculous. He's cool. He made me cry when I was three. I'll never I'll never um, let him off the hook for that. Because he came to my house for a wedding. He lied when you were. No, he made me cry. Oh, really? Um, well, yeah, well, in the first place, I was very disappointed because he and Angela Cartwright arrived and they weren't dressed in their <laughs> in their spacesuits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I thought for sure they'd have those foil spacesuits on because it's a fancy occasion. 
uh, I'm three years old. And he broke the lock on our playhouse door. And suddenly he was no longer Will Robinson. He was just some rotten kid. And I went up to him on mic. You broke the lock on our door. And he was like, shut up, brat. Uh, ran into my mom. That's a great said, story. Why a brat? She goes, well, you were being a brat. Why, why, why was he at a wedding at your house? What was the connection between the mummy family and your family? Um, it was uh, actually, it was the wedding for Cindy Carroll, who was in Gidget Goes to Rome. Um, okay, yeah. So a lot of, there was a club called the Motion Picture Mothers Club. And parents of celebrities became good friends and um there was a tight-knit group of of friends that um my mother's best friend was the mother of cindy carroll um oh and she had a bunch of celebrity friends and um mm -hmm. i don't know we knew angela cartwright's family we knew veronica um mm -hmm. yeah veronica was was Oh, I had such a crush! I, I, I had such a crush on Angela Cartwright as a little kid, and I, oh, I said that to Marta Christian when we interviewed her. I think she was a little offended. She says, "You didn't have a crush on me." I said, "Well, you." I was looking at somebody my age at that point. Unattainable. I was a kid. Yeah. Marta <laughs> yeah, exactly. So beautiful too. Yeah, she seemed very yeah. unattainable. But Veronica was, you know, to me, she was always the the girl from the birds, and, and now she's the girl. Yes. From the my favorite the girl that, of all time. The girl that was uh, Violet Rutherford that bullied Leave It to Beaver, that bullied uh, Beaver on Leave It to Beaver, remember, as a little really? girl? Really? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, she was Violet Rutherford, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she was always very good little actress. And a in, very in the, good grown actress. The 1978 remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is a really great remake, considering how great the original was. She was in that. Remember, she played, she was the last one that Donald Sutherland screams and points no, to. I, She's pointing yeah, I never saw that. <clears throat> um, she was the last the one left, yeah. Eastwick? Is that the name of mm -hmm. it? With Cher? And she's oh, she's she was, the one that's throwing up cherry pits. She's wonderful. Oh, was she? Yeah, she's she was in she's in a lot of good stuff. Uh, Tazzy says asked me if I store these uh, live streams or storage. Says we have to delete these things from YouTube immediately afterwards, otherwise yeah. they suspend my channel. But uh, no, yes, of course, Tazzy. Tazzy, these things are stored uh, AmericaUnplugged.com. You know, oh. for Rockfin, just go to AmericaUnplugged.com. All my shows are there, and the old Donald Jeffrey show is there as oh, well. Oh, good. I can I can put a link. And after the fact. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely send you the link because I want you to advertise it to people. I guess yeah. Tony's busy, but hopefully he can come. But I, I want to see if uh, – go ahead and want to look in the – The CIA is – Facebook is a CIA gathering operation. Yeah. Great I, questions. Know, I'll for this book because that's what it is. I think Facebook is, is especially bad. I'm looking uh, – the fact that I I had a friend. Yeah, there's a most of the comments are uh, showbiz. Huh. Oh, really? Who's that? I agree about Facebook. Somebody was having death threats from about. A friend of mine who, was who having was having death, death threats, threats on Susan? Facebook, and they would not censor the people giving the death really? threats, but they censored him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way it works. They don't. Well, you know, they. I I talked about um, uh, 
when I wrote Bullyocracy, uh, one of the most heartbreaking tales was this girl, uh, beautiful high school girl, I think Prince or whatever, from Massachusetts. She, her case got a lot of national attention. And I think she's the one that, <clears throat> if you remember, she invented the thing where you hold up the cards. Instead of talking, you hold up the cards and you go one after the other. She was the first one to be big on YouTube doing that. But she was talking about being bullied and uh, how they didn't the school anything about it. And what God, I've lost my train of thought. What were we talking about before? Why did I even bring her up? Oh, I was, uh, what were you talking about? Oh, death threats. Death threats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what happened was after, uh, before she killed herself, they, they, this guy, they knew who, who had been stalking her <clears throat> and he was an adult. And uh, he kept creating pages. And one of the Facebook pages he created, he used the topless photo that she had sexted to the kids. And they said, and that really, you know, messed her mind up like it does a lot of these kids. But Facebook allowed that to be was there. Real? The top, I think. I, but I mean, they, and this, this was her, the guy who was uh, harassing her and probably drove her to kill herself, posting a topless photo of an underage girl on Facebook. And that oh. was okay. Huh. But you question the vaccines and it's like, you know, yeah, what? right. Or, or you put the information Talk. out there that's absolutely truthful and solid. And yet they call it misinformation. Yeah, no, it, exactly true. So, I mean, there's, there's such inconsistency there, but uh, I just, well, I'm amazed that you and you talked about the truth. That's how you know you're being lied to. People people claim that those of us who were able to avoid the jab, well, you, you got lucky. You you turned out to be right. No. It, you know, I feel so badly for the people who were coerced or, you know, they're just good people that thought they were doing the right thing. Um, but the fact that Anything that worked that they couldn't make money off of was banned. I'm saying that ivermectin. Right. I, I just I wanted yeah. so much to to say to um, oh, the MSNBC host. Um, she you know claimed <laughs> that ivermectin was for horses. It was it was for livestock. It's like well that's yeah, very yeah. very racist of you. Because Ivermectin <laughs> won the Nobel Prize for saving thousands of human lives, but they were human lives yes. in Africa. They were black lives. I guess right. black lives don't matter. They're livestock. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, what would what would you do? Let's say today, if you were, uh, let's say the Brady Bunch, uh, whatever show you were on was running today, and you were uh, whatever age. It doesn't really matter what age you were. And suppose they said you're making good money. Nowadays, if you're on a show, you'd be making really good money, I guess. And you'd have, mm -hmm. you know, a better contract for residuals. You'd get paid for reruns. But what what would you do if they said, and what would your parents do? Let's say if they forced, they said, well, you got to get vaccinated to stay on the show. I mean, I do you think you'd be no, able to turn your back on it? My dad would have kicked up his heels and danced a jig. Good. Now I can finally pull her out of that show. <laughs> And he would say you're vaccinating because well, he, it doesn't sound like he was he was a, so mean, he wasn't would, happy that I you were in the. I don't know that they would have been anti-vax, but they would have been anti-mandate. Right, right. So we would have done, and certainly as an adult, you wouldn't do it. But I, I mean, I'm just looking at like 
some of these people, I mean, I, I, again, I think it's, they should be educated enough to know, obviously, at this point, uh, this, this thing is more dangerous than helpful, to put it mildly. So what uh, if but if you're I don't know, I, I'm trying to look at people that maybe if, if they would lose millions of dollars if they did it, I don't know, maybe, maybe I, I know, I hope I, I would have more principles. that were told to do it because they, you know, weren't even threatened. You know, they were just told, look, you're working with the public. My sister's one of them. You're working with the public. You need to have this. But fortunately she got the J and J, which seems to have less of a bad history, but um, yeah. And, and people, but people keep saying like, I'll, I would ask friends of mine, I'd go, okay, did you read the package insert? Not that I go in and get something and read the package insert. But of course they say no. I was like, well, if you had asked to see it, maybe you would have gotten a clue. It's blank. There's nothing written in there because they can't write it yet because it's still under experimentation. It's like, there's a clue there. Right. Um, Congress was exempt from it. Now, funny how they didn't mention that anymore. But they were exempt. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, oh, sure they're exempt from everything. But and and you're, I mean, I know you don't. You're not how, to what degree you're in the industry still. But of your friends that you still see that are in the entertainment industry, what what would you say the percentage of of those that aren't vaccinated are at this point? I don't know that many people in the industry. Um, the percentage of my friends that are not vaccinated, more than 50% are not. Um, the rest of them regret it. Cool. Um, I have some family yeah. members who are gung-ho. Can't wait to get their children boosted. Me too. Me uh, too. <laughs> That's like the way it, with my, my kids and I are the black sheep. Child has a five times greater chance of killing her than the virus has but okay don't yeah. don't suppose a, you want grandkids do you <laughs> <laughs> australian ben again he's talking he's he's reminiscing about the 80s when he was a boy winning from the wonder years was the ultimate yeah, TV. yeah we remember when she's, she's i think so she cute. she writes math books now yeah, yeah well, Dan, dana mckellar dana mckellar she writes math books for you know, yeah, sure but I think she's actually kind of getting back in the industry. No, she does. And Chris Buckin left us hanging. He, he was talking about seeing an interview with your old buddy Sherwood Schwartz, who worked on the, who made out much better than you guys did, but uh, who, who worked on the Brady Bunch of the Golden Island. He said in the interview one day in the early '60s, the Coast Guard all into and dropped off. What's the rest of the oh, is? To his, you know, office. his office and through a pile of letters on Schwartz's oh. desk that all said there's there's people oh. stuck on an island and they're going to die unless you go rescue. So people watching Gilligan Island, oh, I guess. So well, like, so now we can Did you ever know any of the people from Gilligan's Island? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we, we're, we're reached this. But that's yeah, that's exactly. I, I don't think people would be that. And the system's naive. not supposed to work. And listen. No, I don't think so. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, yeah, because you looked at I me mean, so like Gilgan's Island. I was a real little kid and I liked it. But I mean, uh, looking back on it, I mean, like, <laughs> the whole premise was so ridiculous because they had all these elaborate outfits and it was a three hour. Yes. You know, so they, they okay, took everything in the why. world. <laughs> 
Well, and I was the yeah. jerky little kid that asked why they picked that house for the exteriors, because it was obviously a one-story house. And I also asked them, but if 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 on Gilligan's Island they were going on a three-hour tour, why did everybody pack? The house. Yeah, exactly, them. exactly. That was they had uh... clothes. Yeah. There's, a, there's only uh, one. Ginger is the now only the one left. The country was so, not founded by Satanists. It was founded by beautiful, wonderful people. And we need to get back to what they founded it as. It, it was. Yeah, wise. Yeah, wise. Well, I think he, he was founded by Satanists. No. It was founded by good people. I don't think now, that's it's true. It's run Wofford. by Satanists. Well, sure. Maybe. I think. Yeah, it's being run by. <laughs> it, it's being run by Satanists at this point, I think. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were, uh, you can talk pharma. about the, the founding fathers, and there were, you know, they're, yeah, well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't think anybody could have predicted thing. even what I, Big Pharma was. I, I would love to say, hey, let's find a country and base it on this, 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 and this, and it would be, you know, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, yeah. it's just that there's no new land, there's no place to go, right. I wish well, there that was. Would, I would to you know at this point I said but I don't like the logistics of it I I I like the idea of, of of splitting but the problem is I think a, a lot of us that don't want to be around the other the crazy side <clears throat> are fine with that but I don't yeah. think the crazy side would let us go because they they want well, us no, around they, they, they have to they have to lecture and cancel somebody right. <laughs> and they would be out of money within a year. And they'd be climbing. See, we'd have to have a wall with a moat and crocodiles. Right. <laughs> well, Chris, Chris, Chris Buck, Chris Buckin does make some points. Ben Benjamin Franklin may have been a Satanist. He was involved in the Hellfire Club, and uh, they did have uh, it was um, uh, with lots of other depraved rich people, and they had uh, prostitutes. They would dress up nuns okay. provocatively. That would yeah, and uh, and they would. Um, but in the 90s, that's true. They found a lot of human remains, a lot of bones, human bones in Benjamin Franklin's London home, and they swept that under the rug really quickly. I mean, I don't know yeah, what it meant. Yeah, well, but... you know, the skull and bones and all this stuff. I've just had a hard time believing that yeah. politicians are occultists because it just seems too cool for them. I don't There's a lot of decent people that have dabbled in the occult, and they weren't necessarily right. evil. Um, they may have just been curious right. for a well, while. Yeah, I mentioned that. All but time. when you're talking about human sure. remains, yeah, I, that's pretty. That's pretty nasty. Yeah, that's but hard that's to explain. You know, most people don't have, have human. <laughs> exactly, you got human bones. Oh, Leslie Erickson, thank you. She says she just loves the two of us. Aww, thank you, Leslie. Sweetie. I appreciate that. Aww. Okay. And White Wolf is saying all the founders of the United States were. Uh, occultic Freemasons. Well, they all weren't. George Washington was yeah, kind hey, of uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, he was shady. There's plenty right. of right. That's right. good wisdom in the occult. It's just, you know. Um, right. But I'm with you on Benjamin Franklin, and I wrote about Benjamin Franklin. You read Crimes and Cover-Ups in American Politics, my book, you'll see I have a lot on Benjamin Franklin, Discovery of the Bones and the Hellfire Club and all that. And, and you know, this is kind of a, a side. It's kind of cool, though. Uh, so I'll give Benjamin Franklin, you know, he's he was one of the most unlikeliest looking ladies men. You know, I mean, just look at the way Benjamin Franklin looked, but he was he was going after young girls all the time in Paris. And uh, 
one of his pickup lines, or really his his go-to line. Guess what his go-to pickup line was? Um, would you like to would you like to join me in the pursuit of happiness? That was well, his pickup line. I mean, what I I mean that but, but that's a, that's a great that's I mean for those days, I guess it's a great line. Oh yeah, yeah that's I right. You're associated with pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that that might have worked. On you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ew, too few so you got to give him his due. The pursuit of happiness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you guys uh, want to uh, sing I, the Brady Bunch song after I sign off, totally. I'm I'm all for it as long as it's after I sign off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'd have to sign it with you because I. I, I, I mean, tell me when he comes on. The, the the audience would probably it's. Oh, Tony, yeah, can, can you open up? Because I think uh, a couple people asked. I assume can you do that, or is it too hard to do? Yeah, we can take we can take a few calls. Uh, just remember that the um, the caller needs to make just like have a question. Yeah, they can't. They're not can't hear me, Susan, or yourself. Right. Well, you're me, and that's the well, way it should, works. Oh, they're not. Oh, they're not going to be able. They can't hear Susan either. I thought they could hear her. They'll, they'll right when they're on the line. Everybody else can. So like you'll be they'll okay. be able to. All right, hear well, we'll see what happens. Give it a few minutes and see. Yeah, just know that. Okay, you so can't that's have the way it works, Susan. That's why we don't do it all the time. It's mm -hmm. it's we're trying to figure out the glitches where we we can hear the caller and then hear me, but they can't hear us until they hang up. So there's that. <laughs> okay. Right. Like Sounds they can good, have Daddy. a question and then it's. I mean, that's probably better talk radio anyway. Just state your question and then let it be answered. You know. Okay. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So what's so. what's the number people want to call? What people want to call? What's the number, Tony? Uh, just just uh, go with the, with the eight 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 number eight 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 seven seven zero seventeen seventy six. I'll put it in the comments, Don. Eight 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 seven seven zero seventeen. Eight eight eight. That's a good seventeen seventy six. I love those last four numbers. That's it's oh, a cool number. So good. hopefully we get some people because I, I get we're getting. Uh, you've got a, a lot of people that I like leave it to beaver better than the Brady Bunch. So there's that, but uh, really? he was still really? talking about you. Um, let's see here. Uh, I never have, have you, have you ever, you know, we, we lost Tony Dow recently. Yeah. I like, did him you, uh, did you ever get to meet Jerry Mathers? Um, oh yeah. Lots yeah. Of he seems like a real nice my, guy. His mom and my mom were friends. I met, Tony Dow and I had the same um, art dealer in Arkansas. We need to get in touch with. It's been really? years. I don't even know yeah, if that like gallery he, yeah, he, still exists. But I have a few paintings over there. Yeah, well, he's, he, uh, I, I remember he, uh, I was just hooked up with him on Facebook and he used to post these videos sometimes from, yeah, from a sculptor, and he would like. Uh, he was. He seemed like a really down to earth guy. So, and I. I yeah. I love that enough. show because, like, a, a lot of baby boomers. Uh, Ward Cleaver was my model for a father. You know, my father couldn't <laughs> like most fathers couldn't measure up to him. So, and that's who I tried to be when I became a dad. I said, well, I, of course, nobody can live up to that. But man, and of course, you know, Mike Brady was a pretty good role model well, later yeah. too. So it's yeah. a. So we need. Right, so let's show. Let me patch this through to you. Stand by. Okay, great. All Thanks. right, caller, you're on the line with Donald Jeffries and Susan Olson. Go ahead. Hey, Susan. Hey, Don. 
This is John. I wanted to ask Susan, which actor on the show, The Brady Bunch, did you not like the most? That's my question. <laughs> um, yes, juicy stuff. <laughs> all right, thank you. I'm going to drop you know, that call and we'll go to the next one. We all really got along. <laughs> okay, we, thanks. We loved each other. Sorry. You know, we and we still do. We're still all very good friends. There's not even a cousin Oliver. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, that's that's nice. To, I, I know. I know you said that before, too. I've tried to get dirt out of you, too. And I know. Right, I know we're so, we're so boring. We, we, we don't really have dirt. <laughs> OK, another caller. Okay. Yeah, we, we've got more callers. All right, caller, you're on the line. Okay, Go ahead. Cool. Hello, Miss Olson. Uh, my name is Christopher Graves, and I I actually delivered to you uh, a couple of years ago with uh, the DoorDash service, and you were very very awesome when it came to uh, being a tipper. Um, do you support uh, Hidden History four, five, and six? <laughs> and also, I'm available to be the fat, funny neighbor on a Brady Bunch Married with Children crossover. Thank you for your time. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. I'd be, I'd be all for that. Um, and thank you for saying I'm a great tipper. I, you're confusing me with somebody else because I'm a terrible tipper. <laughs> really? Well, maybe um, you just liked Chris or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've never used DoorDash, so that I know. Um, well, if I was with a group go of with it. people, maybe, but I support all of hidden history. Um, when oh, I have radio shows, I've had Donald on. It's fascinating. I love I love all of your conspiracy stuff because it's not crazy. Uh, by the way, when it comes to crazy conspiracies, yeah. I got a question for you. Did you ever get into Q? Uh, very. I, I knew a lot, the biggest podcast that, that used to have me on were people like uh, SGT Report who had almost a million subscribers, oh, and then they banned yeah. them all. Yeah, I was on I was on Sean's show many times, and uh, I love Sean. So, yeah, he, but he had almost a million subscribers, and then boom, they just got rid of all of them. And uh, you know, Dustin Nemos was a friend of mine. And he and he wrote, he put together that book, The Great Awakening, that became the number one bestseller on Amazon. That was you know where we go one, where we go all, and uh, you know, it was a nice thing at first. I, I I wanted to believe it, but I mean, you know, after. Yeah, you know, it's like Gene Dixon's track record. At some point, you know, like God, every prediction they make is wrong. You know, it's like <laughs> at it's some just, point. I, I just love hearing the left talk about it like it's some secret cult. Yeah. Like you know, well, some they, Masonic ritual gathering. And I'm yeah. like, you know, most of the people I know, they looked into Q and went, oh, wow. And then went, oh, well. You know, that's it's pie in the sky. That would be really nice if these things are true, but nothing's come yeah, true I mean, I, so far. No, um, but personally, I think that it, I think it was an intelligence operation and it was designed to to pacify the Trump supporters and, and, and yes. say, OK, just wait, just wait. Yeah, he's not doing anything. He's not draining the swamp. And yeah, William Burr is the attorney the, general. Trust, tr the plan. trust the plan. Yeah. Trust the plan. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, like, you, know, it's, it's you know, at this right. point, it was it was done to pass. Yeah, because 
No, but at its and at its peak, I mean, it was doing things saying Hillary Clinton was being secretly tried in courtrooms, and uh, yeah, they had rounded all these actors up and stuff, and it's like jail cell for her. Yeah, I mean, just you know, at some point, come on, I don't know. But did we have other calls, Tony? In the beginning, it was legit, but then it was it was taken over and and deliberate disinformation. Not but yet. the SGT report is still on. It's just only a podcast. Yeah, well, the idea. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, we got to nice call. To yeah, I think I've only been on once or twice since. Go ahead, Colin. Okay, we got another call. Hey, I'm sorry. It's probably like National Enquirer type things. I forget, I forget if it's offensive. But so I heard, I guess it's a couple rumors that Greg, the character of Greg and Florence Henderson were like somewhere doing the wild thing. And the father character was gay. Is that is that okay? Real the first one. Or, or the first one was a rumor. Um, it was a rumor that was spread to sell books. Barry Williams had a crush when he was fifteen. He had a crush on Florence, and he took her to dinner. Yeah, I think for a birthday, and he hmm. he titled the chapter "Dating My Mom." They didn't yeah. really date. They went out to dinner. He. I don't know if I'm still on. I. Go, go he ahead. was. Yeah. Um, infatuated with her, but nothing happened. But Robert Reed, our father, yes, he was gay, and it was it was such a shame yes. too because back then nobody could come out of the closet, and when I was nine years old, I knew that he was gay, and I asked my mom what that meant, and she said it's when men love men, and I said okay, well. Good for him. This <laughs> is like no big deal. But later on, she, you know, she made me aware of the hypocrisy of Hollywood. That she goes, you know, Bob could come out of the closet and let it be known, and everybody would applaud him and say how brave he was, and they'd never hire him again. It's like, well, yeah. So these are the things I knew when I was like ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wrap up the, phone, the phones for now, Don, but uh, I thought we had a few. Okay, Tony, I get back to it. I, I, yeah, that was good. I appreciate it. And we'll, we'll keep talking about uh, <clears throat> Yeah, Tony, because Tony's my producer, but he's also running uh, his gold and silver <clears throat> shop at the same time. So, And I don't have the ability to take these things, but uh, I, I can see, again, that people are, they love having you on. And they love, because it's, it's, you know, you're kind of a, you're fascinating to me because you really are kind of a, an icon, a cultural icon, because you're associated with a popular show that people still watch. And yet you're in my world now too. You know, you're really into the conspiracy stuff and you're controversial. And uh, I, I'm amazed that you can do this, you know, talk that out. Are, you, are any of your buddies are in the conspiracies or is there, is there anybody that, uh, again, you don't talk, I think you said you talked cool. to Mike Mokenland who played but, Bobby. I don't, I don't think I'm into conspiracies. I, I think I'm just into the truth. And the truth You're conspiracy is, friendly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I'm open. Right. But but most a lot of truths right. have open. been labeled conspiracy theories. And generally speaking, mind my words, generally speaking, I there have been very few times that I've been wrong. Uh, I just I have good spidey senses. It's like when, when Fauci yeah. spoke. I, I knew right away <laughs> this guy is evil, he's bad, he's wrong, he's, he's misleading us. And then I remembered that um, 
I used to go visit at, like the first AIDS hospice uh, in um, Hollywood because I, um, a friend of mine who was Eve Plum's roommate, um, he was a psychic and he, I was illustrating a book for him. So hmm. I would go, you know, we didn't, we didn't have no fax machines or internet and I'd have to go deliver my drawings to him for his approval. And he was working at an AIDS hospice and you know, most of the patients there were Brady fans. And I was one of those people that didn't believe that you could catch it by hugging someone. So I you know I'd go in and I'd talk to them and I'd be friendly, but I remember that I suddenly remembered everybody was mad at Dr. Fauci then because of what he was doing with AZT. Mm. Oh yes. Yes. With yes, he was. yes. Yes. And yep. I'll have a lot, again I'll have a lot about that. Thousands. I'll have a lot about that in the upcoming books. Yeah. He's, he's uh, and he also was responsible for, I think you alluded to it earlier for getting the national, the 1986 uh, vaccine act passed, which at that time, parents, there were so many irate parents that had been uh, launching lawsuits against uh, vaccine yeah. makers for, I think, I, I forget what the vaccines were, but they were causing damage to their kids. So they, so they needed to do something about it. And they put, they basically exempted vaccine makers still to the say. So all the, however many people are dying from this vaccine or getting heart disease damages from it, you're out of luck. Yeah. Cause the vaccine act, you know, unless, unless you can get them to change it, you can't, uh, <clears throat> which is just, Reprehensible. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> See, now that's one thing that Ronald Reagan did. That, um, boy, that was a big mistake. Especially that vaccine manufacturers are going to be exempt when it's for children. You've put the children in the most vulnerable position. Yeah. And this is why they've been pushing to get this clot shot on the children's schedule. Because once it's on the children's schedule, it's untouchable. However, if you look into that act, the, the, the yep. law, um, carefully, there are a lot of provisions for it being exempt. And I think this thing has met all of the provisions. All you have to do is prove fraud. And there's been plenty of it. And it's supposed to be reviewed every two years. It hasn't been reviewed in a, a decade, at least. So that thing has to be looked into. It has to be enforced. And it has to be it should be repealed. But even even so, in this case, if you really follow the law, this um, inoculation does not qualify for the protection. So we just have oh, to have that. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, lots of people. Vince Agnelli, Jason Barker, Milburn Stone. I guess that's uh, the guy that uh, was uh, played back uh, on Gunsmoke, right? Um, let's see who else here? Little John. I'm looking, trying to see who tipped me. I will, I'll, I'll find who tipped me at some point, but uh, good to see my buddy Vince Agnelli in there. But uh, yeah, so it, when you uh, Fauci, it was exactly the same in the 80s. He uh, mm -hmm. basically they took a lot, and I lost uh, one of my cousins died of AIDS, and uh, somebody else I knew did, we all did, but uh, needlessly. Because basically these are most of the time kind of like the asymptomatic uh, COVID people. They were uh, they didn't have any symptoms, but they panicked, especially the gays really panicked. And it went through like, yeah. you know, spread like wildfire. But they, they, they uh, would go and get tested. 
and they would be HIV positive. And those tests, just like COVID positive with the Kerry Mullis test that he disowned before he died, right before this all began, 90% false positive rate means nothing. Uh, Same thing with that. And Dr. Fauci's uh, AZT was right there and they gave them that and that's when they got sick. And yes. that's when they died. And, and, and look what happened. Them. It's it, like remdesivir has yeah. killed thousands. Yes. Yes. And and look what what happened when they stopped giving the patients AZT. Boom. AIDS was gone. Until now, apparently it's coming back because it's in the vaccines. People are yes, saying they're putting. It's in the vaccines. It's, in the cleavage. Um, well, look at the Dallas Buyers Club. That movie. Yes. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Dr. Fauci originally in the script was named. But um, I guess his goon squad found out about it and got his name removed from from the script. But um, yeah. the antagonistic doctor in that movie is supposed to be Fauci. And the Dallas Buyers oh. Club was formed to help people get these off-label drugs, kind of like remdesivir and hydroxychloroquine, yeah, that were right. getting banned and people were not right. being able to buy this guy right. was selling them. He was getting them in Mexico and selling them to AIDS patients. And Absolutely. here's his repeating so. Good to see Alan Holman in the chat room. Old friend goes back to the TFR days. But yeah, so that's, it's amazing that uh, Fauci, the crimes of Fauci, you know, and uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. obviously wrote another book that was like number one on Fauci. Yep. And I think he's got another one coming out now. So this is, but this is, you know, what do you, this is why I say we have to, we have to get divorced because millions of Americans think this guy's a hero. What with Saturday Night Live, Brad Pitt is impersonating him. And then he turns to the camera and said, no, seriously, you were like bowels and said, you are a hero. It's like, wait, what? Oh. I mean, well, Sean Penn gave his Oscar to oh. Zelensky. I mean, oh, yeah, the guy's an actor. He's doing a good job. He is an actor. He's a good leader who's, who's yeah. just leading his country into doom. Oh, boy. There's yeah. another well, and, and there's, and that, well, and there's, I mean, you, are you, you're probably one of the few people out there that's not hanging a Ukrainian flag out outside oh, your I door do. in Hollywood. My, my Ukrainian flag has a Norge ball in the middle of it. Do you know what the, the Norge ball <laughs> no, is what's a, a chain of laundromats? And oh. that's what Ukraine has been since 2014. It's been nothing but a, a money laundromat for the elites. I feel horrible <laughs> for the people, but the people are in more peril from their own leader, the actor, yeah. and from Biden than they are from Putin. You know, there's no white pass in this, but I think the lightest shade of gray is Putin's. And Putin did and not it, act without provocation. Yeah, but I mean, I, watch, I don't, you know. watch that Oliver Stone. You know, you like him. Yes, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He did two movies about Ukraine that yeah, came out was... way before this, and um, it was during the the, the phony um, impeachment. Mm-hmm. And so I watched, particularly Ukraine revealed or revealing Ukraine. Anyway. That also had my friend Lee Stranahan in it. And I watched both of the movies, it was Ukraine on Fire and Revealing Ukraine. And um, I watched them and took notes. It was fascinating. And Stone got it right. Very right. Yeah. So, so everything you Stone's need to know about what's going on there, you can find out in his movies. Shows the coup that no, he organized. 
Well, I, he's great. He has some of my books because he had the same publisher. And I, I'm friends with his son, uh, Sean, a great guy. He's been on my show a couple of times, Sean Stone. And Sean yeah. Stone is really, or Sean Stone is right down there in the rabbit holes with people like me. So I'm oh. sure he probably drives his dad crazy. He's probably like, oh, God, Sean. But um, yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he's a very interesting cool. guy, good looking guy. Could be an he, he should be an actor himself. But he he was a regular in the last season. That's where I found out about him of uh, Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory show. If you ever watched that back when it was on, Hi. you know I have to look that up and find it again because had some good had some real good shows on there. In fact, I, I was I was just writing somebody sent me a clip the other day. There was a doctor uh, I forget her now. I guess she's still alive. I got to try to get her on the show, but. Uh, she was talking about how, and this is 2014, I think, when she was on his show, that uh, the UN was planning to uh, a depopulation program using uh, pandemic and vaccines. This yeah. is 2014. She was talking about so. Okay. I, it's uh, yeah, and there's you know there's all those things out there that this is obviously this is was well, planned and so. Yes, yes, absolutely. Agenda 21. And, they've had to change the date because nobody was counting on Trump winning. No, it, the, all the supposed to start yeah. this up. And all the dark winter exercises, the original one, and there have been lots, several since then. And uh, Chris Graves has been great on sending me all those, but uh, it's, a, it's astounding to see the and And guess what? These things, most of the time, they have a simulation and they use, they actually use like uh, officials politicians or as as basically crisis actors they play their parts in these little drills yes. that they do and uh, so they you know they besmirch people like us that talk about crisis actors you all use crisis actors you at the schools do these live shooting drills they've been doing it for decades where they write the script they hire crisis actors they involve police and uh, EMT people and use fake blood and this has happened countless times. It's been in mainstream media. So when people tell me about Sandy Hook or anything, he said, look, this stuff goes on all the time. So is it really that much of a leap to question the supposed real events when you guys are doing these things constantly, admittedly? Yeah. And, and you got to figure that they're doing these things so that they have the footage to use it for something. Yeah, it, that's that's a really weird situation. I, I don't know what to make of that. No, and, and look what's happening now. again. Whatever you think about Alex Jones, but I mean, this is it's we're entering the theater of the absurd. Not only was he ordered to pay almost a trillion dollars, which you know, and again, it, it wouldn't matter if he was the worst person in the world. I pointed out that Johnson and Johnson, who killed I don't know how many people with their talcum powder, I think they paid a hundred and some million. So what Alex Jones questioning Sandy Hook and, and yeah. offending parents—that oh, oh. is that's the biggest payout in the history of the legal system. And I don't care what you think of Alex Jones, because I know if my sister were sitting here, she'd go, well, he gets whatever, he, you know, that's what he deserves. No, you need to be afraid of these things. This is a, a, an yeah. American citizen being treated unfairly. Yeah. Everybody should be up in arms over the people that are languishing in prison over January yeah. 6th. They're in solitary that's right. confinement that's had some because of them. they were trespassing. And I, had, uh, I had, Ashley, yeah, yeah, I, I, exactly. I, I, I had uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom on a few weeks ago on I protest. And uh, I've had a couple other people. One of them is uh, Victoria White, who faces a 30 year prison sentence. And she's not in jail, but she faces it. And all she did was get beat up by she got beat up by police and tried to stop people from breaking windows. 
how how and we're seeing every day they're sending out seven year sentences for nothing. A father and son is sentenced to twenty years. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and the people that went rioting in the summer of love. Yes, nothing. Peaceful protests. Yeah, that's right. Nothing. 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 Not a single charge. Leslie Erickson asked me if I've heard of Dr. John Coleman and the Committee of 300. Absolutely. Coleman, he's been around. I don't know if he's still alive, but I had some of his cassette tapes back from the uh, probably 1980s. So, yeah, there's, there's, you know, because this is, this is nothing new. And there's people and, you know, starting with me, you know, I, what you're seeing now, I was saying these same kind of things as uh, kind of a burnout in the 1970s, you know, <laughs> driving my family's crazy. Uh, but this is so, and there were lots of people out there like me. And now we have these little platforms where we can talk about it, but this is obvious and it's becoming more and more obvious to people every day. What, Susan, when did you, when did you first become politically awake to whatever degree? I mean, you, you know, when did you start saying things? Around 2000, either six or eight, so let's just say 2007. It started because I read the Quran. Um, because I wanted mm -hmm. to defend Islam against my Republican brother. Um, mm -hmm. I had left the Republican Party in 2003. But what was interesting to me, and I, I became counter-jihad, which um, is not even an issue today. We, there's not a lot of concern. Um, but... It, it, what happened is that once I knew there's a political Islam that, that's not really talked about, but at the time Obama was in charge and uh, we're having a lot of concessions for the, the Muslim Brotherhood that were a little strange. And when I started to see how much people were lying about the tenets of Islam, I started to pay attention to those people and began to realize that they were lying about a lot of other things too. And so that's when I started really mis distrusting what the government's saying, what the government's doing, and um, became very hip to the Frankfurt School and um, cultural Marxism and the fact that the goal yeah. is to destroy America. And I became hip to George Soros and him openly saying that we must destroy America. And there's Hillary endorsing George Soros and saying America needs him. Well, she's planning on destroying. It, it became yeah. very clear that there's a plan to destroy Western civilization. And what wasn't so clear was that the minute Trump got out of office, that they would do things in such record speed. I never thought they'd be this far so fast. Yeah. They're making up for Warp lost speed, time. yeah. Thank you, Franco Materi. The inmates are running the asylum. But the very fact that we have people like Klaus Schwab saying people in the chat, right? So, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's great. It, yeah, and it's, and that's how anybody can not believe these things are planned. And that's what, you know, FDR, one of the all-time great conspirators, said a long time ago, nothing in politics happens by accident. If it happened, you can bet it was planned that way. And all this stuff is planned. This is, is it's largely scripted. And uh, I don't know, maybe some random things happen oh, here well, or there. But Trump winning, I don't know. I can't help but think that there was something organic in that, even though 
somewhere somebody was well, planning that. But I think a lot of people. Well, it, yeah, no, I was shocked. And I, I said, I'm not making any predictions anymore. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, after that, but yeah. I, I, I studied at Trump. I just think that either he was naive beyond belief or again, he just, for whatever reason, he, because uh, people act like when they want him back that he, like he, he wasn't in, in the White House for four years. And yes, I know he was fighting off constant attack. They were trying to impeach him and everything, but he didn't have to name William Barr as attorney general. You know, the, one of the right. big, he did not crimes. I mean, he really think he, yes. I mean, you know, so he could have done a little something. He didn't. Uh, the only thing that he, and he, I don't even, I didn't even like his Supreme court justice picks, but uh, that looks like it's maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it'll pay off. I mean, other than overturning Roe versus Wade, which really doesn't, you know, that doesn't, that's not, that's not, so, that not solving the problems. Yeah. And I, I know you, you would. Feel, yeah. And I, yeah, I think, I mean, again, that's. I'm, I'm pro-choice up to a point, you know, then there's a right, point where that right. doesn't make any sense anymore. And it, and it is yeah. a life and then it is murder. But yeah, but, they, you know, I, it, I think it really hurt Republicans. To do that. Yeah, I just it's it's interesting that, but it, it's um, you're not going to say, well, it'll if if the republic and I don't think the Republicans will because I think uh, they don't have the guts for it after especially after the last time. If they do try to mount a challenge, if they end up screwing over uh, Lake and uh, not Ricky Lake, Carrie Lake <laughs> in Arizona <laughs> and and Blake Masters, and they screw those guys over and they screw Laxalt over in Nevada. Although keep in mind, folks, Laxalt is you know this is. This is no populist. He's Paul Laxalt's son. Paul Laxalt was a, uh, you know, establishment Republican that was in the Senate forever. So these people are, you know, they're not, they're not, these are not revolutionary figures you're getting in here. No, I, yeah, you, I'd like to, I, I mean, to me, I'm only reminded of why I left the Republican Party. And I, you know, it's like, I don't vote libertarian because there's no chance of winning, but it seems we need more of a, a libertarian type of spirit where it's just really about freedom yeah. and keeping the government at bay. Then that was, right. that, that was what our country was designed for. And if you want the government to take care of you, okay, I get it, but don't live here. But I'd look at yeah. Venezuela. Well, and you wonder how things are going to turn out for us. I think you only have to look at Venezuela. I think yeah, most you, of the people you're, there didn't even vote for that. No, well, it, it, it's, you can't have, that's why I say about the anarchists, the argument against anarchy is if you're going to have any kind of established order, people have to, the most people have to have some kind of, of uh, trust. And at this point, who, it, uh, at least half the country sh should have, and I don't think has any trust in the electoral process. It's, I mean, it, it, the, even if you say, okay, they're not really intentionally stealing the vote, which I think they are, or they're just not counting it, honestly. The monumental incompetence of us still talking about counting votes days or even weeks later. I mean, there's some of well, this stuff yeah, who I knows mean, how long, and we've seen it before. It obvious there's something afoot? Oh, but they can say it's because we yeah. have so many vote by mail. Well, why do we have that? We don't have a pandemic anymore. Yeah, there's no need for yeah. that. There's no, no that's that, exactly right. And this, except that that's the only way dead people seem to be able to vote. But, but as, 
Yes, yes, and you and you know you know you know where where, uh, where that came from. Again, I talk about people. I talk about these these elections that you know Lincoln was Lincoln started it in the eighteen sixty four election. He just he didn't allow uh, suspected Democratic Party voters in the Union Army to be furloughed to vote. And there's, there's a letter on the record from General Benjamin, General, General Benjamin Beast Butler. No, no, you gotta read about Lincoln, but General Benjamin Beast Butler, the guy who signed during Reconstruction, he's the one that signed an order that basically decreed that all the women of New Orleans were prostitutes. Because he said, because they were apparently <laughs> spitting on the so occupying soldiers. So he said, they are to be treated as ladies of the street plying their or where or something. He basically signed an order advocating rape. And uh, you know, I don't know what happened, but I'm sure there were, but this guy Butler left behind, this is no conspiracy theory. There's a letter he wrote after this 1864 election to Edwin Stanton, the secretary of war, who I think later would orchestrate Lincoln's assassination as an inside job. But this guy was a genuine nut, but he just told him, he said, I've done everything I could to stop uh, secessionists from voting in New York. So there you are. It's on the record. So you have that. And then you have landslide Lyndon Johnson, you know, 1948, the Senate race, who his aides talked about walking through the cemeteries and copying the names down. And they asked him, he said, well, you know, what's this about? And LBJ said, well, they got as much right to vote as anybody else. <laughs> so the dead have been voting ever since. So, <laughs> so wow. and did you see, not only have the dead been voting, they elected another dead congressman, this guy DeLuca, who died a month ago. He won in an overwhelming landslide. And I, I forget what state it was. about that. Oh, yeah. Lord. So dead well, voters, then, dead candidates, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that Have, proof then? Or were people just dumb enough to vote for a dead guy? Yeah, I, well, that's what I say. You know, when people, I, I don't think they need to really fix the vote that much because populace is so stupid at this point and oh, they've elected dead people that. i do too but i mean <clears throat> i don't know why they would rig it for a dead guy to win an election i, I don't know but i mean it, it's it, but they've done it before yeah. they've voted dead people in before and so uh you know it's popular to be dead when you're running for office i guess but well, i mean it's, it's <laughs> well and biden can talk to them yeah or he thinks he can. <laughs> well he had the bad candidates, I mean, almost dead candidates like Biden. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I mean, when you have people like Biden. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, and Leslie Erickson points out a good point, don't you? She points out, I mean, assuming it's a she, uh, but Leslie Erickson, that uh, they're, the reason they're doing this maybe is to to bring in the digital ID. What do you think? Uh, you know, Probably. We could be looking at that, Susan. Probably. Yeah. If they, if they put a, know, this is one of those things where and yeah, call me subversive, but um, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't want us to do an insurrection or do any of the violent things that they're expecting us to do, but I do want us to resist peaceful resistance. And I will not get yes, the, the yeah. true ID and I won't be getting any digital ID. And the only way we can stop this, come on, people, you blew it with the vaccine. Yeah, you should yeah. have resisted. <laughs> Yeah, um, show some gumption. Don't do this. Don't you know, can only, tyrants can only lord over you if you let them. We have an educated and, audience, Chris Buck and Mel, Mel Carnahan. That's one of the dead guys at one. Mel Carnahan. I remember that. Thank you, Chris. Oh, 
So <laughs> in the past, we, we, but uh, yeah, so it's happened before. But yeah, you're right. We and we because if they tie it to a social, and they're gonna if they pass it, if they try to, to make a digitalized currency, it's gonna be tied to a social credit score. Uh, people like me, I I not I won't be able to pay any. I won't have access to my money at all unless I hoard cash or gold or silver because uh, they're they're gonna look at everything I say and do online, and I have a presence, or they could even just look at my books and what I've written in the past, and that's uh, yeah, yeah, it's. It's it's frightening. Yeah, there's to think no that. statute of limitations either when it comes to anything. They oh, look at are you something kidding? that you said 40 years ago and hold it against Right, you. made a joke 40 years ago. Yeah, you made a racist joke 40 years ago. See, I mean, that's, uh, but we've we're, got we're, to we're, resist all of this. I mean, everything, yes, digital is easy. It's, you know, I, I'm guilty. I, I order so much from Amazon, it's not even funny. You know, Me I, too, I do too. So yeah. Easy. It's, and um, it's but we there has to be a point where we do resist, or else you know we're yeah. just giving it all up. Yeah, no, it is, and it's it's uh, you know I tell people uh, I'll say it to you too. I so many people that I I hear from all my best friends now are people I've never met because uh, I found out I really don't have many real friends. You know they they all think I'm an <laughs> insane. I, I go leper. I'm not vaccinated, but uh, I want to meet them. I want to meet you. I want to meet some, but, but I don't want it to be in a FEMA camp. And I'm scared that it might be at some point because you know they're there for some well, reason. And, you know. Well, that's how, you know, I was trying to explain to a relative of mine why I was so angry with her brother for being pro-vaccine. And I said, it's to some extent, even though I know a lot of people were coerced, and they were lied to. Um, but to some extent, everybody that goes along with it is um, degrading our freedom. They're, they're, they're chipping away at it. And I view him as being an example of the people that will cheer for internment camps. And she's like, oh, internment yeah. camps? I said, don't, don't think it couldn't happen. They talked about, they've done it in Australia, having camps for the no. unvaccinated. And just being unvaccinated yeah. could be proof that you're not and said an obedient person. Um, and and they set the precedent. They've set the precedent with, the, yeah, go, go ahead. Well, I mean, they set the precedent well, and, for and, the- and uh, Her brother- the, said, I don't believe that the government would give us something that would hurt us. It was just a lifetime ago that a civilized, modern mm -hmm. society built ovens for people. Don't be naive. Yeah, I mean, we just, at a point, you know, I, I don't know, you know, we hear about Nazi Germany, we hear about Soviet Union, we hear about Mao Zedong's China. I mean, I'm sure all those places were probably really bad at some point, but I don't know, you know, because we're hearing about it from the same people that lie about everything else. But I don't know how much worse they could have been than the kind of tyranny we're we're looking in the face right here. I mean, when you talk about something like they can take control of your money and uh, if you don't think or, or act right and they won't give you access to your money, I don't think any tyranny has a tyrann tyrannical regime has ever done that before. When they're talking, just look what they did a couple of years ago where they tried to limit in some locations. They tried to limit how many people you could have over for Thanksgiving or Christmas. 
I don't know that any of those places did that before. I, I don't, I mean, it's the, the level of hands-on. But here. also amazing. remember, and everybody out there listen to this, the only way that got enforced was if people told on each other. Right, that's right. So if you don't and go along with the tyranny, it can't develop. Yeah, that's the whole thing. But we, the Americans, and unfortunately with January 6th, I think, think has served to do is that so many people now are rightfully frightened that they don't want to join them in prison too because those people have been denied all due process yeah. they've been in prison yeah. for almost two years some of them uh they you know beaten solitary confinement all the stuff we're hearing about they're asking and no to yeah, there, there's no one cares no one cares and there's so few and then they you know, have these kangaroo uh, show trials on national television with no Defense allowed. No, there's, I mean, it's, this is, this is horrible. And, but yet a lot of my friends, especially from the JFK assassination research community, they think these people are traitors and they don't care what happens to them. And same thing with Alex Jones. They hate him so much. I, it doesn't matter what I think of Alex Jones. It's setting a horrible precedent because it it's going to. Yes. yes. I don't care if you hate him with all of your heart. Yeah. It, it doesn't this, matter if he's an American citizen and, and where he goes, that can happen to you. Right, because they they could they could I mean, easily just people dis hated Trump, and and it was Matt right. Taibbi that yes. earned mm -hmm. me as a friend as a fan when he mm -hmm. when he wrote for Rolling Stone. He was still at Rolling Stone at the time. He said, um, "Everybody should be terrified of what's happening to to Donald Trump. They yeah. they have an agenda to get rid of him, and they're." They're breaking the law. They're, they're ruining the Constitution. What right. they're doing is not due process. And you should be very alarmed, no matter what you think of Trump. You should be very alarmed at this. No, there's no question. But especially, I said, I, I'm really afraid of, uh, you know, what what Alex Jones represents. Because, again, this could happen to any of us. I tell my friends in the JFK 9-11 that, what's, especially 9-11, all the family members there, uh, you know, if, if if Sandy Hook family members can sue, why can't the 9-11 family members? They can easily say, well, you, you people are causing us stress and distraught. You know, uh, some of yeah. you say there were no planes. I mean, so, right. So they open the door to all that. And you can't, you know, because that, that, that suppresses the right to speculate, to dissent, right. to just, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, you have to, and it doesn't matter even if sometimes you're crazy or you're saying wild things. You know what? Free speech is protected there. You have a right to, you know, sound nuts sometimes. That's part of free speech. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and Alex Jones really just sounded like Alex Jones. And he was right. speculating. He never said for sure that no. it had been a hoax. No, he was never even extreme on it. And it's just it's just the fact that this has happened. And I, I understand they're trying to get another 500 billion from what? 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 I mean, and at what point do people look at the family members and say, why are you asking for this kind of money? Are you trying to start your own well, country yeah, or something? What, you know, <laughs> I mean, I have to look at yeah, I mean, the really and just go, geez, would your kid be proud of you now? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Because, I mean, this it's it's we it's such a dangerous precedent, but we're. Susan, we're surrounded on all sides. We have the, the the incompetence that we're seeing that, you know, even if you just say it's not uh, nefarious, the incompetence of not being able to count the votes in a week or whatever. I mean, this is insane. 
You have the fraud and the corruption everywhere where nobody's punished, whether it's Hunter Biden or Hillary Clinton or anybody there. You can't prosecute them. They're not. And if you do, somehow they'll find a jury just like the old mobsters. You couldn't prosecute Al Capone for a long time either. That's, That's where right. we are now. And nobody's facing it. And it's just uh, it's amazing. Well, it's gone. It's gone by quickly. Uh, we got to wrap it up now. And uh, but uh, go. This is just such a joy. It's always so much fun to touch you. And the audience loved you so much. I couldn't keep oh, up with their comments I and everything. Them. You guys and if we could have hope, we need you. You're yes, and if we stars, people, everybody, just blue collar people, regular folks that are just trying to 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 live honestly. You're my yeah, rock star now. Absolutely. The people are is uh, you know that that's our hope as the people. Uh, so we tell yes. the people anything uh that you want to promote or how to find you or anything, anything you, you want to wrap it up. I, with. I am part of a, a think tank um, called Project Sentinel, and we do a pro podcast every now and then. Um, Project Sentinel, eh, projectsentinel.org. So I, I do post on Facebook when we're, when we're doing another podcast. So cool. it's just so you know, discussion of, of current events. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's very interesting. You're very interesting. And it's, I, I just have a joy. You and I just click. Maybe somebody will uh, together. I, I would love to host a radio show with you. I'd share with you. I think we'd make a great team. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to do that. We're on the same wavelength. And uh, I feel like I can say anything to you. Okay. And that's important yeah. to do that. Tony, I need to, Tony, if you're listening, I think we should close out the show. I need him to close out the show. <laughs> he must <laughs> be busy. Here. He must be Billy busy selling uh, gold and silver, so he's doing. But that, and that's great. But uh, well, thanks so much to everybody. To if I uh, thanks to all, I think I need everybody and over. Well, now you're starting. I'm that, losing my connection to you.